0: We've no place to go Let it snow, let it
1: snow, let it snow Welcome to Building the Bakken Radio Heard on the Crude Life Media Network My name is Jason Spies and I'm your host today Thank you folks for joining us this week on Building the Bakken The most trusted energy brand in the Bakken today As I mentioned a moment ago, Building the Bakken is part of the Crude Life Media Network And we're not a political program, rather an informational brand No polarizing talk, just facts about the energy industry right here on building the Bakken. We are able to tell stories about the people, the communities, and the companies within the industry. Those who are involved with the evolution of the Bakken oil field and the changing oil and gas industry. Folks, it's changing right before our eyes. It's getting very more innovative, very more automated. It's like we say out in the uh, oil patch, These guys aren't slinging chains anymore, so we talk about the entire gamut of the oil and gas industry, especially out there in the history-making Bakken oil field. All right, let me tell you about today's program. First of all, Blind Joe, a lot of you might recognize him from Season 9 of NBC's The Voice. He's performing Christmas songs all uh, episode long here today, Blind Joe with Christmas songs. We have links at our website where you can... Go buy his music or just go to blindjoe.com and uh, purchase some Christmas music. Of course, we'd like to thank him very much for uh, supplying us with our bumper music this time of the year, the holiday music, Blind Joe. All right, now let's get into today's program. We've got William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group, with our weekly Davis Refinery update. He's going to tell us kind of what happened in 2018 and what to look forward to in 2019. That's the CEO of Meridian Energy Group, William Prentice. Dr. Lauren C. Scott, the energy expert, the economist, the speaker, he, of course, he owns Lauren Scott & Associates, joins the program to talk about a whole gamut of different things. Uh, we get in a little bit about natural gas as well, kind of what's going to be in store for natural gas next year and uh, why he believes there's some very good indicators Three of them, in fact. Why 2019 looks to be the year of natural gas. Lauren C. Scott, plus uh, his brilliant mind in uh, just a moment here on Building the Bakken Radio. And then later on in the program, Kevin Black with Credence Energy Services. He joins the program. Fantastic story out there in the Bakken. He's gone from, I want to say, this is rough numbers now, something like 15 employees to almost 60. And that is absolutely amazing growth over the course of a year. So Kevin Black, he recaps the year for us and tells us what he has in store for 2019 as well. Plus a boots on the ground update from Kevin Black too. So uh, stick around. we got a great show in store for you today here, Building the Bakken Radio. And my name is Jason Spies and this is Building the Bakken Radio heard on the Crude Life Media Network.
0: As long as you love me so let it snow, let it snow,
1: let it snow. Got a great idea for this holiday season. The Crude Life t-shirts are now for shale. Four different designs to choose from. Visit the crudelife.com and click on the t-shirts now for shale link. That's the crudelife.com. Become an energy enthusiast today and start living the crude life. The crude life t-shirts now for shale.
0: Oh, it better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pound. I'm telling you why Santa Claus
1: is coming to town. Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, William Prentice with the Meridian Energy Group. Just a quick reminder, though, the uh, bumper music you're hearing today is Blind Joe performing Christmas music. Many of you remember him from Season 9 of NBC's The Voice. He's also open for acts like David Allen Coe and many other top-notch country music acts. Uh, this is Blind Joe with our Christmas music, but we're going to get back to our interview now and this is William Prentice, the CEO of uh, Meridian Energy Group with our weekly Davis Refinery Update. You know, now that we're, you know, about a month away from um, when you brought that up before cuz that kind of seemed like it was a surprise, the new normal if you will. That why, that's why the new the word new is in there. Um, just kind of talk to me about that a little bit, you know, now that you've had a little bit longer to process that new normal part, does that, um, is, is that satisfying everybody in terms of some of the people that were maybe protesting or, or causing appeals and that sort of thing?
2: Well, you know, the people that oppose the project simply because it's an oil project are never going to be happy. Um, so, you know, we go about our business and, and move the project forward, so, Lots of times all that's left uh, is for people to uh, go down to the courthouse and and express their displeasure there. So we have to be ready for that. Uh, By new normal, I guess, you know, we face the fact that uh, this is an ongoing part of any kind of a a business like ours. And so, uh, unfortunately, uh, in addition to uh, a great many highly talented engineers uh, we have a, uh, a proportionally higher uh, number of uh, attorneys on staff than any companies ever had to have in this business before. Um, you know, big companies and small companies uh, have to face that new reality. Uh, it's a bigger burden on a smaller company like ourselves, just getting started. But that's just the price of doing business.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's 2018. Let's look at two thousand nineteen because you know, we're moving ahead. Uh, as you mentioned, once once the weather gets a little bit nicer, construction will start back up again, uh, as you just finalized or are wrapping up as we speak from the site out there. So we can feel pretty confident looking at two thousand and nineteen. How, how how are we looking in two thousand nineteen? Have you guys gotten your timelines done yet, or are we still sharpening the pencils? Well, with the
2: uh the McDermott contract being left uh They start um, ramping up pretty rapidly on design folks and procurement people, and uh, so you know the first half of the year will be uh, spent with a lot of design, uh, getting ready for foundations and so forth. uh, Starting um, you know early summer, a lot of fabrication contracts going out in the interim. So you know even though we're not in the field, there's going to be a lot happening, and. just being ready for, for all the Tinker Toys to arrive out there on the site and start getting stuff up in the air. Hmm. Uh, you know, in addition to that, uh, we're busy on other potential projects. and 2019 uh, know, is going to be an extraordinarily busy year for, for Meridian.
1: You mentioned uh, uh, other projects. And just last question here as we wrap up, uh, I have heard a little rumbling that you guys are possibly thinking about some other shale plays once you get the formula down um on this particular project up in the Bakken is that any truth behind that are you guys looking at some other shale plays possibly I mean without giving away all the company secrets I guess well
2: it's an open secret I mean you can't you can't spend as much money as we did engineering Davis and not want to amplify your return on that investment through other projects so um Yeah, I I would say that
1: Any final words, last thoughts uh, as far as we wrap up 2018 and look forward to 2019?
2: I can remember talking to you um, a couple years ago and just saying that uh, we're extremely happy to be be becoming part of the, the Bakken and part of the North Dakota business community and
1: To so listen to the full-length interview with William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group, or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Building the Bakken Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. All of our social media links are available at thecrudelife.com. And just a quick reminder, all the bumper music today is Blind Joe performing Christmas music. You can purchase his music at blindjoe.com. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard and the Crude Life Media Network.
0: The kids in Girl and Boyland will have a jubilee. They're gonna build a toilet all around that Christmas tree. Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Or the fields we go, no
1: Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio Heard and the Crude Life Media Network My name is Jason Spies and I'm your host today Up next, Lauren C. Scott Dr. Lauren C. Scott He's the owner, president of Lauren C. Scott & Associates He's also a professor, uh, emeritus at Louisiana State University He's an economic expert, an energy expert, public speaker and uh, he joins us in just a second, but I want to remind you quickly, the bumper music you're hearing today is Blind Joe. Uh, he's performing Christmas music. His Christmas music is available per- for purchase at blindjoe.com. And now our interview with Dr. Lauren C. Scott. This
3: is Dr. Lauren C.
4: Scott, the president Lawrence Lauren C. Scott Associates, Inc., and professor emeritus from LSU.
1: Louisiana State University, and that's where you're at today down there. And uh, before we get into... Some other places across the country. Let's start there in Louisiana. Uh, last time we spoke, you guys had a lot of uh, natural gas, I want to say, petrochemical projects in the pipeline, and not much going on in the terms of fracking. Is that still the case down there?
0: That's still the case. We're doing,
4: we're doing great in terms of going on downstream to the chemical industry.
2: The chemical industry and the LNG export industry, is just uh, exploding
4: down here. Uh, to give you a little reference point, <clears throat> I've been watching the Louisiana economy for about 40 years and a really good year in the past. If we had $5 billion in industrial announcements, we would have thought that was great. We've had about $170 billion. It's just, It's just off the charts big time down here. And of course, we have the pipeline infrastructure. We have access to natural gas, which is what these people want. And we have a very productive play in the northern part of the state called Hainesville Shale. Uh, it's also a good source. Plus the offshore in the Gulf of Mexico natural gas. So there's plenty of gas, there's plenty of ways to get to it. Price of natural gas is much higher in Europe uh, and in Asia. So the, the, the chemical companies are coming here to build their stuff and LNG export companies are getting all prepped up. Some of them are already exporting LNG uh, overseas.
1: Is that one of the things that's going to actually help uh, the LNG, call it the natural gas market? I mean, over here in the states, I mean, in Texas, they're almost giving the stuff away for for free, and you know, it doesn't cost much to heat a home with natural gas up in the Bakken anymore. And you mentioned uh, uh, Europe; I think they're what are they, fifteen, eighteen bucks, something like that. And then you've got China anywhere from like seven to ten or whatever. Is that what it's going to take, or is America going to have to start paying a few bucks more to get this, uh, you know, this industry booming again? Because right now it just well, seems like they're I mean, breaking I, even.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, the, the LG people are not breaking even.
1: Natural
4: gas, and I really think that that problem is going to get solved uh, probably within the. And the reason for that is the reason it is so cheap they're flaring it off in Texas. It's basically a nuisance in Texas where it's being produced as associated gas. I mean, they're really going after oil is what they're after. But their problem is they don't have the dead gun pipeline capacity in the Permian Basin. And I think probably in your area as well to get the natural gas to market. Matter of fact, they they don't have enough pipeline capacity to get their oil to market. But what is happening is these are these are smart, clever, greedy capitalists in this industry, and they are reacting to the bottleneck in a year and a half, you're going to pipeline <laughs> either being used by the or Mexico, which is a the place that's the big for gas or it's going to be uh refined into LNG and shipped abroad. You know, low price in some cases being flared off is because there's just no way to get it out from where it is to the market.
1: Lauren Scott with us here. Uh, your phone kind of broke up there at the end there, so uh, just wanted to what, what would um, what would have to happen at the well site for some of that associated gas, that flaring gas to get captured more would would there have to be a little bit more of a price increase on um, the natural gas side because at the end of the day if those science projects can make money the oil companies will do it but they don't want to really risk it if they don't have a lot of extra dollars lying around at least that's in my opinion what would what would what do you think it would take for some of these science projects to start seeing more um you know time i guess
4: well uh if you're i i think the key the key right now on the natural gas side is getting rid of the transportation bottleneck. There's just, there's just no way uh, to get the stuff, especially out of the public. It's also a problem for you folks up in North Dakota about getting your stuff to the market in a timely way. And what is what is happening is this driven down the price of natural gas so much to where like it's being cleared off in some cases. And so the, the key there is to... Is to get the pipeline infrastructure in place, and I think they're doing that. I think you're going to see that. I think you'll see that problem go away. And this is not any of this I mean, when you guys first started producing natural uh, oil up in uh, up in the Bakken play, the problem was you were bringing it down to Cushing, and it started stacking up in Cushing, Oklahoma, because there's no way to get it from Cushing down to refineries on the Gulf Coast. Again, there was a pipeline problem, and it took about a year and a half for them to reverse some pipelines, to build some new pipelines, to get rid of that bottleneck. And so I, I just think the, it's, it's, the market just lagging a little bit. In this case, it's the pipeline market, that is uh, lagging a little bit behind. And I think they're going to take care of that problem the next year, year and a half.
1: Well, I, I think you're right on that. In fact, that was my next question was um, some of these uh, uh, bottlenecks, if you will. It just seems like there's a, there's a lot heading to Corpus Christi. And there's going to be quite a bit heading to Cushing, like you said. Um, uh-huh. uh, who knows what's going to happen with the Keystone now that the, some of the judges are trying to block it in different courts, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. what, what, what Include now the export, because we're exporting it. What's that going to mean in 2019, or two, let's call it 2020, when they're uh-huh. done building these pipelines? What's the world going to look like in the world of energy? Because we're going to have quite a bit of uh, transportation for natural gas and, uh, and and crude oil as well.
4: Yeah, well, I think I think 2019 is going to be a whole lot better for the people who are actually drilling for oil and gas. Because right now, uh, in, in certain areas of the country, uh, especially the Permian Basin in West Texas, but also for you folks up in the Bakken area, your, your product is being sold at a discount to the world price and to the, actually the U.S. price because of these bottlenecks. And I think once the pipelines are removed, you're going to see those discounts uh, go away. You're going to start seeing your price move up to more on par with the world price. And I think that's going to be good. And I think you know, uh, there's going to be plenty of demand because you have uh, not only some more trains being added to LNG export facilities, down here a train is uh, a, a word that is used to describe the series of machines that natural gas goes through for, to, to take it from a gas to a liquid form where it can then be put on an LNG export ship uh, and take taken to Europe or Asia or someplace like that we're going to be regasified put in the system but I, but you you have you have not only a number of LNG projects that will be coming on board over the next three years two to three years. But you also have down in Mexico, they are taking a place where they were mainly generating their electricity with coal and fuel oil. They are now building new pipelines all over the place to bring natural gas down there, start generating their electricity with natural gas. So that also is creating a whole new...
1: Dr. Lawrence C. Scott, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Lawrence C. Scott of Lawrence Scott & Associates. And I just want to, one more quick reminder that Blind Joe is the bumper music you're hearing today, the Christmas music, Blind Joe. And if you go to blindjoe.com, you can purchase it right there. Great holiday gift this holiday season. He was on Season 9 of The Voice, had a nice run, open for acts like David Allen Coe and other country music greats blind joe performing today's christmas music right here on building the bakken and my name is jason speese and this is building the bakken radio heard on the crude life media network
0: hey jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh.
1: Got a great idea for this holiday season. The Crude Life t-shirts are now for shale. Four different designs to choose from. Visit crudelife.com and click on the t-shirts now for shale link. That's crudelife.com. Become an energy enthusiast today and start living the crude life. The Crude Life T-shirts, now for shale. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North
3: Dakota is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery. A project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com It seems everywhere
1: I go these days, someone is telling me about the success of Hatch Coaching. Listen to what professional speaker Mark J. Lindquist has to say.
0: To see Eric Hatch grow his business and then start to share it with other people I
2: think is one of those great steps in life you know what do you do in society you succeed at a thing and then you teach other people how you did it and now to see Eric duplicating his genius across
1: the country I'm telling you there's a world changer down the street and his name is Eric Hatch for more information call 701 212-1572 or visit coachingwithhatch.com that's coachingwithhatch.com
2: Jason Speece, the most trusted voice in the Bakken.
4: Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece.
3: No one does an interview like Jason Speece.
2: Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. <laughs> this is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? Stop you it. need a raise. Rudolph
0: the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glowed.
1: Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spees, and I'm your host today. Up next, we continue our conversation with Dr. Lauren C. Scott of Lauren Scott & Associates, energy expert, economist, speaker. He's also a professor emeritus at Louisiana State University. And um, before we get into that, I just want to remind you one more time that uh, today's Christmas music is performed by Blind Joe. He was a uh, blind, He's a blind musician, singer-songwriter, had a nice run on NBC's The Voice, has opened for acts like David Allen Coe, as well as many other country music greats. Brett Michaels' Poison, just to throw that one in there as well. Uh, anyway, blindjoe.com, if you'd like to purchase his music, blindjoe.com. And that's who's doing today's Christmas music. Okay, back to our interview with Dr. Lauren C. Scott.
4: They are now building new pipelines all over the place to bring natural gas down there, start generating their electricity with natural gas. So that also is creating a whole new market for natural gas we have not had before. And then, of course, uh, the the movement uh, away from generating electricity with coal towards the cheaper natural gas still continues in the United States in a very big way. And so that's a, that's a third area that's generating the significant demand for natural gas. So I think once we get past this bottleneck issue with the pipelines, I think the market for natural gas looks pretty good going forward.
1: Yeah, you just named a few good indicators that the, the the market's ready. We just got to get the transportation in place or the distribution. That's just kind of the age-old business 101. You know, if the market's there, you still got to get the product to the people. So. Right, um, and the
4: good news—the good news—is a lot of this natural gas. Well, the, the problems are, uh, uh, is in is in West Texas. I mean, it's, it's also where you are, but it's also in West Texas, and in West Texas, in Texas in general, there's not a fear of pipelines that exist in some of the areas of the country. I mean, we have enough miles of pipelines, for example, in Louisiana, to circle the globe four about four times. So we we've been around pipelines our whole lives. We're not afraid of them. And we're not concerned about them. And that the same thing is true in Texas. There's not a, there's not a fear of pipelines Now it's a little bit more of an issue when we get up in the Bakken play and trying to move uh, stuff from your area down where it's needed down here in the southern part of the United States. Because you're going across areas where people are not used to pipelines and are fearful of them, and I think unjustifiably fearful of them, so that that may slow down things a bit on your area. But I don't think it's going to slow down things in Texas in the Permian Basin.
1: Lauren Scott, Lauren Scott and Associates, um, 2018. I'm kind of asking some people, uh, you know, kind of taking a look at that year. Um, did you see any themes stick out? If you were to call 2018 the year of XYZ in uh, anything that kind of stands out in terms of uh, repetition or maybe something hugely symbolic that happened is just um, you know one of those year-end type of uh, interviews what would you name 2018 as
3: well I think
4: it's been uh, the, the year of the roller coaster ride huh. on prices I mean that's the thing that, that this industry always has to struggle with again I've been watching this industry for Four decades now, and it's it's you just never know what's coming next, and so we started out with a period when we were the oil prices were growing steadily going up and steadily going up, and then we hit this last month or so where the prices have not only dropped but they've dropped a lot. You know, you're talking about going from the 70s, the lower 70s, down to um, now under 50, and that's that's quite a drop. Uh, and so I think I think the industry having to deal with this roller coaster of prices has really been has really been the thing that's been difficult and has really marked the year. Now it's also been a year in which, which has been marked by a whole lot more oil being exported uh, than ever before in our country's history, and uh, that's that's been interesting to watch. It's been interesting to watch how the market has started to figure out ways to get some of this crude oil. Uh, into the international market uh, because when you, when you first of all you got to get it from where you are in the Bakken or where you are in West Texas down to the coast where it can be put on large tankers and be, uh, and then exported and then the tricky thing once you get to the coast how do you get it on large tankers because most of the ports in the United States with the exception of one and that's the Louisiana offshore oil port uh, cannot handle very large crude carriers. The LCCs, which is the way you want to ship oil in the in the in the in the cheapest way, and so they've been trying to they've been trying to figure out ways to deep draft their 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 ports. They've been doing what is called lightering, that is, they'll park the the very large crude carrier off in of the Gulf, and then they'll use smaller ships to take oil off and then put it on the very large crude carrier, which is not the most efficient way to do it. But it's been an unusual year, and. Uh, and the big question now is where price is going next. I think that's the thing on everybody's mind.
1: Kind of wrapping up here, um, just a, a quick sidebar, uh, are you still speaking? I know you're doing forecasting, that sort of thing. Are you still going around to the different shale plays and educating some folks? still
4: doing that I haven't been up in the Bakken in about two years uh, which I missed there are really great people up there that was always fun to go up in that area. but I'm still going around the country and, and talking about what's going on in the oil and gas industry that's something that's very much on uh, everybody's mind it's uh, it's something that that if, if impacts everybody from their transportation costs to their heating costs in their homes to jobs in many particular areas of the country. So it's uh, it's been fun, and people are very interested in what's going on in this industry. I can promise you that.
1: You know, one of the things, just a quick sidebar, and then I'll we'll wrap up. But um, in North Dakota, for example, they've got one of the highest uh, oil and gas taxes—about uh, ten, eleven percent. When you combine the uh, production and extraction, or something like that, there's two two taxes. You put them together, it's ten, eleven percent, and um, so they pay quite a bit of taxes and. There's a lot of different uh, revenue that comes in from the oil and gas industry, yada, yada. They've got a east versus west thing. All the money goes into the state, and then they divvy it up afterwards. So the oil and gas communities kind of get left out in the dust quite a bit. And um, sometime, I'd love to just see your economic mind wrap around. If they're already paying 10 11% tax to the state, and then they're turning around and donating a million dollars to the hospital, and to the schools. You know what I mean? They, they really donate between taxes and charitable donations quite a bit to local communities that goes unreported because of all those taxes they already pay. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You know, there's no question about it. Matter of fact, I, I recently conducted an economic impact study
4: of the, of the energy industry on the Louisiana economy. And, uh, you know, you. you, you, you now in, in Louisiana, our severance tax on oil is 12.5%. So you, you ask yourself, what industry, what other industry in the United States takes us to pay 12.5% off the top of their revenues, not profits? They can be losing money. They still have to pay 12.5% of revenue before they even, you know, before they even get to lift a barrel of oil. I mean, after they've lifted the barrel, well, before they even start looking at their other expenses. There's very few industries like that.
1: To listen to the full-length interview with Dr. Lauren C. Scott, or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's CrudeLife.com. Building the Bakken Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. All of our social media links are available at CrudeLife.com. That's crudelife.com. And another reminder for you that today's Christmas music is performed by Blind Joe. Blind Joe had a nice run on NBC's The Voice, Season 9. He's also open for many national acts, including David Allen Co. uh, Brett Michaels from Poison as well, just to kind of throw that one in there, in addition to country. But he's an old country music soul, folks, and he really is blind. He's a fantastic singer-songwriter, and we are very fortunate and grateful to uh, have a nice little relationship with him where he allows us to play his Christmas music and we plug his Christmas music in exchange. So blindjoe.com and purchase some of Blind Joe's Christmas music. Okay, my name is Jason Spies. This is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Came to say,
0: with your nose so bright Won't you guide my slave and how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history.
3: Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery. A project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. Meridian
1: Got a great idea for this holiday season. The Crude Life t-shirts are now for shale. Four different designs to choose from. Visit crudelife.com and click on the t-shirts now for shale link. That's crudelife.com. Become an energy enthusiast today and start living the crude life. The Crude Life t-shirts now for shale. Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch Coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber, president of the United Way of Cast Clay, says about Hatch Coaching.
0: Leaders like Eric Hatch are changing the face of what it means to lead an organization or what it means to lead a brand. He's changing that.
1: To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572.
2: Jason Speece, the most trusted voice
3: in the Bakken.
4: Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece.
3: No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love
2: listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise.
0: Sleigh bells ring, are you listening in the lane snow is glistening. a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight walking
1: in a winter welcome way. back to building the Bakken radio heard on the crude life media network my name is Jason Spees, and I'm your host today up next Kevin Black with Credence Energy Services
3: Credence Energy Services Kevin Black
1: all right, thanks you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks you, boy. Nothing like starting an interview off with getting your foot in <laughs> foot in your mouth, and a fat tongue. So anyway, how are you doing today?
3: Hey, I'm doing well. We're uh, we're out in western North Dakota, um, checking out a few locations and some of the offices out here. So uh, a busy, another busy day.
1: And now it's been a while since we've talked here on the program, but I'm going to see if my memory serves me right. You're out of Minot, but you you are going to Williston, Watford City, and, and down even probably into Dickinson, huh? Yeah,
3: that's correct. Uh, we have an office in Minot, but our main base of operations all come out of Williston. Uh, our customers are spread out all across the Bucke and everywhere from Tioga down to, uh, down to Dickinson and everywhere in between. So uh, we're, we're on the road uh, visiting our customers quite a bit and obviously back and forth between Williston with, with our own team.
1: Is that where you're finding the bulk of your work as Williston these days?
3: As far as our customer goes, the the bulk of our business is really kind of following the trend of where the drilling rigs have gone in the last two years since the downturn. And that's really concentrated in the, the Williston-Dunn Center area. Uh, but we also have uh, still the core, the bulk of our business is still really uh, between the Williston uh, over to the state line and then back over to the east of Tioga
1: okay, um and I always like to ask people too you know uh, boots on the ground, eye you know eye in the sky type what, what what are you seeing? are you seeing um you know some of that growth they're talking about? is it you know are we looking at signs of the downturn type of a thing? I'm hearing both sides, so you're you're, you're actually on the front line so what are you seeing out there?
3: Well, what we can see from our customers uh, you know really going all the way back to third and fourth quarter of 2017, and then really heavily all the way through 2018, our customers were, were very, very aggressive uh, with their drilling and their completion plans. Uh, we primarily focus on the production side, but uh, obviously the more wells that are being drilled and completed, the more producing wells. So our, our just our organic growth with our customers was pretty significant. Uh, 2018 was an incredibly busy year. It really, in a lot of ways, felt like we were back in the boom of uh, you know the 2011-2012 time period. Now, obviously, the last couple months, really since September, we've seen a, a pretty significant uh, slide in oil prices. Uh, today was another tough day, down about five percent. So, with WTI now a little bit below fifty dollars, of course, that that's certainly going to be in, in the in the back of people's minds, if not in the forefront. Uh, still, based off even conversations we've had today, our, our customers are still planning and uh, aggressively pursuing their drilling programs and we expect them to keep the foot on the throttle as we enter 2019 um, we'll have to keep an eye on the price of oil if it doesn't stabilize and if we don't see a you know a, a slighter mo- modest correction in q1 and q2 um, I foresee um, probably perhaps a bit of a pullback but well before we get too far ahead of ourselves you know we'll focus on what we have right now and and what we have right now is a pretty busy um uh, pretty much running on all all cylinders. And really, the, the price isn't as much of a problem uh, today as it is still the challenges in labor shortage and uh, infrastructure for gas capture.
1: You know, and this is something you certainly don't have to answer this question, but um, do, do they ever do, do the oil companies or the energy companies? Ever give you a price range that okay business is going to slow down once it hits forty bucks or thirty bucks or forty five or anything like that or, and I don't even know if they would even know um, that type of thing. But do those conversations ever happen? You know, just kind of, you know, kind of where you have to start kind of having a heads up for you know, if prices get to a certain point.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, not not often do. Our customers come out right and, and tell us here, at this price point, we're going we're gonna to cut back our drilling program. These are very fluid conversations um, internally for them, and things can literally change by the day and the week.
1: To listen to the full-length interview with Kevin Black with Credence Energy Services, or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit com. That's com. Building the Bakken Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. All of our social media links are available at life.com. That's about 350,000 social media followers we have. If you go to the social media page, you'll see we've got multiple social media pages, including Building the Bakken Radio. All right, and uh, Blind Joe, he did today's Christmas music, and we'd like to thank him and also encourage you folks to go to blindjoe.com and uh, feel free to purchase Blind Joe's Christmas Music, which you're hearing today here on Building the Bakken Radio. My name is Jason Spies. This is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network.
0: As we dream by the fire, the face unafraid, the plans that we've made, walking in a winter wonderland. Let's all frolic and play, the Eskimo way, walking in a winter wonderland. All oh, let's go walking. And
1: that concludes another awesome episode of Building the Bakken Radio. And I would like to personally thank each and every one of you who listened and tuned in our program this week. There are so many options out there for content and entertainment today. And we are so grateful that you have chosen Building the Bakken Radio and the Crude Life Media Network for your option today. Again, thank you once again for listening to our program, our non-political, non-polarizing program known as Building the Bakken Radio. Now, was there an interview that you wanted to check out? Well, you can access past shows, features, and full-length interviews at thecrudelife.com. We would also like to invite you to be a part of our social media network. Join our ever-growing army of energy enthusiasts. We have quite a presence in many of the shale plays, like the Permian, Eagleford, Marcellus, Niobrara, and many, many more. It's all part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out. If you go to crudelife.com, click on our social media tabs, we've got a list of our social media sites, over 350,000 followers. We're strong. We're growing every day when we invite you to be a part of our social media network here at the Crude Life Media Network. Now, when you're at the Crude Life Dot com. Be sure to click on our sponsors page. These sponsors make this program happen. Now, we've got some outstanding sponsors here at the Crude Life Media Network, and we ask you to please support them when you can. You know what, heck, just reach out and say hello sometime. That's n- nothing like a nice hello. Click on the sponsors page, check them out, CrudeLife.com. Thank you once again for listening to Building the Bakken Radio this week. We will be back next week, right here on this radio station, at this time once again. My name is Jason Spees, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Thank you once again for joining us this week, and remember, keep calm and frack on.
0: So, Mama must have let him in. Well, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Her daddy looked a lot like him. Yeah, Santa looked a lot like daddy. Or daddy looked a lot like him. <laughs> Over
1: the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch Coaching is. Well, don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Greg Tavine of Emerging Prairies has to say about Hatch Coaching.
0: I got to watch him give a talk at TEDx Brookings, and I saw him come into his own where he shared uncomfortable things from his past in a way that created a teaching environment. And Eric's somebody that could easily lead with all he's
3: accomplished, and it's a long list.
1: To find out more information about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch come to your company or event, visit Visit coachingwithhatch.com. That's coachingwithhatch.com. Got a great idea for this holiday season. The Crude Life t-shirts are now for shale. Four different designs to choose from. Visit thecrudelife.com and click on the t-shirts now for shale link. That's thecrudelife.com. Become an energy enthusiast today and start living the crude life. The Crude Life t-shirts, now for shale. Jason
2: Speece, the most trusted voice in the Bakken.
4: Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thoughts on this? My dad always
2: listens to Jason Speece.
3: No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Jason Spies is the most
2: trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book,
3: it's in there. <laughs> this is a good thing.
2: Is your boss watching this? Nothing. You need a raise.